The We Can Do Better podcast airs every Sunday and can be found on SoundCloud or on our social media pages, Twitter and Instagram, by following at WCDBPod, that's WCDBPod, and clicking the link in their respective bios. Reach out to us by sliding into our DMs or emailing us at, yeah, you guessed it, WCDBPod at gmail.com. Enjoy the show. UCF Knights! Welcome back to the We Can Be Letter podcast. It is episode 16. It is 9.27 at night, but it doesn't matter because Daniel, school's out tomorrow. How about that? Yeah, boy. We coming out here Monday. We're not going to have any school. Veterans Day. Thank you to all the veterans. Shout out to you guys. Salute. Um, Thomas, what a weekend. Yeah, it, this weekend was so bad for Florida State Athletics that we officially switched our allegiance to UCF, to the UCF Knights, as you heard from our intro. They have the best. Um, we will we will get to that um, later <laughs> on in your regularly scheduled programming, but um, for now, you know, Daniel, how was your week? You know what? It's been a very shaky week. Uh, living in a dorm, basically, you if one person gets sick, it spreads so fast. And when I knew that uh, you got sick uh, and you told me that, I knew it was, I couldn't escape it. It was all over. It was all over. It was over, Artie. It was, it was over, Superman. Ernie got so high, threw it in. Um, and we were referencing Dwight Howard at the, the two thousand whatever nine slam dunk contest. Uh, Kenny the, the Jets did. Anyways, when Thomas got sick, uh, I was like, "Oh my gosh, it's inevitable. I'm gonna get sick," and I did. Um, and basically, it was last night, which was uh, <coughs> Saturday night. <coughs> yeah, let's get a quick cough break. Um, I was in bed. And I was like, I had, I felt like I had a fever and I was so cold and like my whole body ached and I just, I was not feeling well. I was like stumbling all over the place. So I went to urgent care this morning and they said, oh, you got a sinus infection. Cause of course I get a sinus infection. Cause if you don't have enough with your knee issues. I get, Cause I already have, a, you know, I can you con- earlier. A concussion. I've arthritis that apparently I don't have arthritis but I feel like I do it's almost as if you're taking an extra class and that is just you maintaining your health exactly and you don't have an A right now Daniel. I do not you I have like have a C a. plus barely um so they gave me these antibiotics and I got home and I gave me they gave me so much medication like Claritin and this nose spray and antibiotics and Tylenol so I got home and I took an antibiotic and I took a Claritin and then I took like a couple Tylenol all drugged up and I'm so souped up right now I feel great um I don't have a drug issue but just stating that <laughs> on I, that note <laughs> on that note um yeah um in, high, in better news though no D- Daniel Daniel I haven't I have to talk to you about you know the events that unfolded for me as well oh that's right Thomas uh please tell me how was how was your how was your week nice save um yeah so it all started <laughs> it all started last Sunday when we were actually recording this very podcast um episode 15 i was sick before we started doing that one i popped the tylenol took some um emergency and yeah it just escal- it escalated throughout the week um by wednesday you know 
felt awful. I've been in bed pretty much the entire week, and I feel like Daniel, um, he got sick about two days after I did, but I think he got a more escalated version of what I got towards the end of his sickness. (coughs) But I am overcoming it. Um, And, you know, I think now, I think now, you know, after my quick update, Daniel, we can tell him. We can tell him, okay? All right, let's tell him. We have officially... What do we have? Oh, what do we have? We got an apartment next year, my dude. That's right. That is right. Uh, Thomas and I will be living with Doris. We already already told him last week, but it's it's official now. It's official. We literally signed the lease, bro. We got it. So, like, that's it. It is something quantum next year, bro. Bro, let me tell you, bro. It's going to be the best, bro. I, I can't even, like... You know what's the best? What? Did you see, and this is completely unrelated to quantum, did you see what the Miami Heat had the audacity the i mean oh to drop this those on a <gasps> on a thursday night at midnight how dare you i'm sweating ladies and gentlemen yeah and I, not I, because I, i'm sick <laughs> <laughs> I, I was i was so excited to buy my Dwayne Wade Miami Vice jersey shirt oh my god so clean and let me remind you, I said jersey shirt, not jersey, because I'm not about to spend $120 on that. Yeah, it's uh, expensive. do not have that money. But um, I was so excited to spend money on that that I near bought the shirt twice. Daniel? <laughs> Tell yeah. me, how, how, did, how did you end up buying a shirt twice? Like, how does that happen? Um, yeah, you know what? You know what the problem was? I had my American Express card, which is, you know, supposed to be only for emergencies. Um, you know, it was synced up with the Miami Heat store, and I was about to make the purchase. Purchase, purchase. I don't know what. <laughs> been playing a lot of chess lately, so. I have been playing a lot of chess. Um, that's 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 another story. Right. Carry on. Yeah. Miami Heat. Now, now I'm just thinking about chess. I'm thinking about you know, how you go after the rook. Okay, Tom. Tom. Oh, Miami. sorry. Come sorry. Vice jerseys. Vice jerseys. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I had my American Express card synced up with the Miami Heat store, and I thought that I avoided paying for it, but according to the card. Um, I got an email from the card, like, asking, hey, why do you buy that? Because, <laughs> you know, I never spend money on that card. And when, you know, you don't spend a lot of money on a card and you just, like, make a purchase out of nowhere, the, it, card, the card company asks, hey, why, why are you, you spending t- money? Why do you do that? And so I had to go through the process of, um, you know, appealing the purchase. I don't know if that's the right term. Flagging the purchase. Um, trying to get rid of it but bottom line within five business days my beautiful you know it hasn't been washed yet it hasn't shrunk yet it, straight I mean, off the press ladies i don't gents. even know yeah i don't even know if they've made the shirt yet but within Ooh. five business days my Dwayne wade large black miami heat vice jersey shirt will be in tallahassee for me to wear these things and let me tell you something you know while we're on the subject of Dwayne Wade I want to congratulate yeah I congratulate Dwayne Tyrone Wade and his beautiful wife Gabrielle, Gabrielle Union, Union for their first baby girl Ma- let's give a round of applause mazel mazel as well as I want to congratulate Kevin Harlan you know Daniel and I were watching this is gonna take us to our next topic the Green Bay Packers Daniel and I were watching the Packers play the Dolphins today you know what we found out? I mean, this just excited us. We, we clapped on cue. Kevin Harlan, his son, had a child making Kevin Harlan 
a grandfather. How about that? Mazel, How about Mazel that? Kevin Harlan. Kevin Harlan. Mazel yeah, Famed um, famed broadcaster for CBS. You gotta love that. I mean, just adding you know another Harlan to the world. What's, what's, what's better? What's than better that? than that? And um, on top of that, we were watching the Miami Dolphins play the Green Bay Packers. So what's better than watching Aaron Rodgers? It's just guys being dudes, bro. Guys being dudes. Dudes being guys. I mean, you're watching a bad man. That's a bad man. And let me tell you, that bad man led the Packers to sadly beat the Dolphins 31 to 12. Um, Aaron Rodgers. I feel like first take when we talk about him all the time, but you got to give the man props whenever he touches a football. It seems like he just, with especially with the receivers he has. Like, he just puts the ball in literally the perfect spot almost every single time that's impossible for receivers to drop the ball. Yeah, Daniel and I were talking about it while watching the game. That the <coughs> Packers, without Aaron Rodgers, are probably a 3-13 and or 4-12 and team. Absolutely. But with Aaron Rodgers, you're a playoff contestant You could be team. anybody in the league. Yeah, he's and that good. They blew out the Dolphins. They beat the Dolphins by 19 points, 31-12. to The Dolphins scored four field goals in the game. They did not even score a touchdown. It was so funny that during the fourth quarter, Miami Heat, or Miami Heat, what am I saying? Miami Dolphins beat reporter um, said, hey, the Dolphins are, you know, they're seven field goals away from making this, you know, from taking the lead in this game. They didn't say that there were three touchdowns down. They said there were seven field, field goals. goals. Um, because that's just the way the Dolphins swim. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was, uh, nice one, nice one. Nice thank one. you. I mean, uh, honestly, let's be honest. The Dolphins' defense was playing pretty well, and against Aaron Rodgers, the 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 offense couldn't get anything going. Brock Osweiler, doing what he does best, being just good enough. Um, being Brock Osweiler. <clears throat> I mean, I think we were playing really well. You know, there was a lot of times where we were holding Aaron Rodgers in the pocket for a while, and uh, he just had to roll out. Obviously, that's still dangerous, but that's that's even more he would dangerous. have uh, more dangerous he would have to you know run out of bounds or something when like Aaron, that when Aaron Rodgers rolls out he goes from a rod to a, a god especially to his left and um can we talk about that one hit by St. Brown on Bobby McCain was absolutely terrible it was give him give him the replay basically Aaron Rodgers rolling out uh he gives a, a quick pass to um Devontae Adams Devontae Catches the ball, turns upfield, and as Bobby Mc, uh, McCain was about to come in and make a tackle, uh, St. Brown, the uh, wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers, gives a blindside slamming right. hit, right, and just knocks the man out. He was on knocks the, him out of the game. He he was on the floor just and laying in a position you don't lay in. Yeah, he he looked like I don't want to make a joke, but he he literally looked like you know when a player got injured in one of those old Madden games, how they would just lay down on the field. That That is what Bobby McCain looked like. It was terrible. Um, these hits are serious, guys. I mean... Way to darken the mood. Honestly. But um, either way, you know, the man's... Hopefully he's going to be all right. Um, how about Frank Gore? Frank... Oh, my gosh. How about Frank Gore? <laughs> Monster. Yeah. Absolute beast. Who Changing saw this? Topic. Coming out... How old is the man? He's like, what? 35, 36? Yeah, he's 35, <laughs> 90 yards, 13 carries. How about 6.9 yards per carry? You've got to love that average. And he, he's been doing it since, like, the beginning of the season. Everybody thought Ken, it was going to be the Kenyon Drake show. And then Frank Gore comes out, and he's basically taken over, in my opinion. Pro Bowl? Pro Bowl? Pro, I, in my... Yes. I would I give it to know. him. I would give it to him. If you're 35 years old, and you're Frank Gore, and you've been through ACL tears, and you're this consistent, especially on the Miami Dolphins... I mean, 
give the man what he deserves. Now, this is what I think. You know, looking at things from a fantasy perspective, you know, I never think of Frank Gore as a pro bowler because I never – he's not even on a team in our fantasy league. You know, there's so many running backs that <coughs> get better numbers than he does. Right. But, you know, if you're looking for, to have that veteran leader on that pro bowl team, if you're looking for the heart and soul of that pro team pro bowl team roster, if you're looking for that Udonis Haslam, Ooh. hey, maybe Frank Gore gets a nod. I mean, I hope he does. I mean, I think he deserves it. Look at how many how many running backs out there are thirty five years old and putting up ninety yards on thirteen carries. Talking about another old player, Tom Brady, the forty year old. He looked like forty years old today playing the Titans. The Tennessee Titans beat the Patriots. Thirty four to ten. Thirty four to ten. I don't understand. Um, oh. I, I don't out of nowhere. What I mean, you can beat the Kansas City Chiefs, but. You can't put up more than ten points against the Tennessee Titans. Wait, and let me tell you this. You know why? I think the Titans are the best team in the AFC, Daniel. Oh, really? Yeah. You know why? Why? You know those Kansas City Chiefs? Oh yeah. Yeah. You know who knocked them out of the playoffs last year? Who? The Tennessee Titans. The Tennessee Titans. Yeah. Fudge. Yeah. And wow. Now they just destroyed the Patriots. That means they're winning the Super Bowl, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Just, just give them the trophy now. It, we're closing our laptop. I just, show I, I just closed. I, I closed my laptop. That that's my take. The yep. Titans are winning the Super Bowl. You heard it here first. And they're gonna blow out. Uh, doesn't even matter who they play. Let's be honest. I mean, it's the Tennessee Titans. I mean, that's a bad team, right? Yeah, they're actually pretty bad. Yeah, they're, no, I'm they're actually <laughs> terrible. Um, yeah, Derrick Henry actually looked like uh, Derrick Henry with two touchdowns and uh, like over fifty yards, I think. Should have given it to Dion Lewis. I had him, you know, playing for my fantasy this yeah, How'd your week. fantasy team do? You know what? It's a real tight one, man. It's a real tight one. Currently, you're playing I am, Yusuf, right? No, I'm playing Peter McCann. Really? It says you're it playing, says playing Team, team Shambaki. I know. I feel like I feel like it's a funny joke. Like every year, we have people who have the same name teams. He like, thinks he's slick. He thinks he's slick. He thinks he's cool. He's not Peter McCann. Get over it, Peter McCann. Come on, please. I'm I'm currently beating him ninety four point five to ninety four point three. Yeah, why are we risking Peter McCann? He's kind of chill, dude. Um, so yeah, currently I'm projected to lose by two points. I was projected to win by like four points literally two minutes ago, but it's just the way the cookie crumbles, guys. How about you, Thomas? How about cookies? Your grandma, dude. Shout, shout out to your grandma. Shout out to my grandma. I love you so much. She she's been sending Daniel cookies throughout and the entire semester. Every time they just get better. We, we, it was Alfie, Thomas's cousin, came in and he had one of these cookies. He's like, Daniel, what are these? I was like, oh, they're cookies. My grandmother sent them. He goes, can I have one? I said, of course. So I love to, we love sharing here. Yeah, of and course. He and he had one of the cookies. He took a bite. He looked at Thomas and he went, oh my God. And he went, Tom, Tommy, these are amazing. And I went, I know my grandma baked them. He goes, do you have the recipe? I said, it's all in the love, man. I mean, there's there's no more to it, Daniel. There's no more to it. Um, I mean, when Grandma Nelly bakes anything, game over. You know what I love? What? The way that I am beating Sudia, who has an eight and one team this year. He's leading. He's le- he's leading our division. I'm beating him, Daniel. One hundred twenty to ninety five point seven. And Daniel. Yeah. You know who's left? Who? For him. George Kittle, okay, yeah, that's a good tight end, right? Yeah, maybe he has a chance. Maybe if George Kittle goes off, you know, maybe he has a chance to, you know, bring it back. No, no, no. No, no, no. I have Saquon Barkley left. Woo! The man. The man himself. The myth. 
the legend, Saquon Barkley. I I'm just you know I'm just Saquon and a few Saquads away from from picking up my fifth one of the season, getting to 500 <laughs> for the first time this season. Absolutely. It has been a journey. My team started 0 and 2 and. You're you're one win away from you're one night away from being five hundred. I'm one night away from that, and I'm one night away from entering the rivalry to end all rivalries. My matchup with Yusef, with the actual Yusef Shambaki next week, you know, with playoff implications on the line, I like where I stand, Daniel. Really, I mean, Yusef is uh, kind of balling out right now. Yeah, man. actually, yeah, I don't know. I, I like how my team stands. I don't like how his team stands. I, currently... wish, I, I think his team should sit down a little bit. <laughs> I mean, Kurt, y- Yusef has a. Uh, score of 208.2 yeah, that's not good um me. if you guys don't know by now yusuf shamback you might have the best team in fantasy football uh across america yeah across america he would probably beat 90 percent, 95 percent of teams in the world with his team right now and it's all it's all trades it is and it just is. he just makes a lot of trades yeah he makes good trades he wins all the trades he makes absolutely without a doubt he's the pat riley of our league <laughs> he is the godfather of fantasy football. Yeah, he's the godfather of fantasy football. So while I feel good, I feel bad in that respect. But you know what? The We Can Do Better team is, you know, I guess it's fitting its name in the fact that, you know, I feel like this team could always do better. I feel like this team is never, like, at its best. Right. There's, we, we can always do better. Yeah, um, but anyway. You know who can do better? The Florida State Seminoles. Oh, oh, oh. Let me tell you, I was half dead watching that game because of my sinus infection. But the parts I mean, that you did watch, the parts that I did watch were, were <laughs> in, something in and out of naps. <laughs> something that I wish I could have been napping through, because oh. playing this Notre Dame game, playing the number three team, I kind of saw it, knowing how we were playing. But you know, it we we, we have to we, something has to change, and I think Taggart has to like. I don't, you know, I don't even know. I don't even know what to do. What, what do you think, Tom? Take, tell me what you thought of that game. What uh, did that game say to you? Thanks for putting me on the spot. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> I think that the Irish are they're undefeated for good reason. They're 10-0 for good reason. They're in the playoff conversation. Why, Daniel? For good reason. <laughs> um, I don't think very many teams, in, including you know, arguably the worst FSU team in four decades, go into South Bend, Indiana, you know, on a Saturday night. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and beat the <coughs> Irish on senior day with them wearing green uniforms. That is, it's, the, the green uniforms sealed it. I mean, the game was over from pretty much the first, the first or snap. second play when Francois passed and McKitty was deflected and, you know, returned it wasn't back even, for an it wasn't, even de- it wasn't even deflected. We got the ball and Francois took a snap. It was he, deflected by McKitty. Well, the McKitty caught it in his arms and it slipped out and then it was a pick. And he nearly went back with a whoop, whoop. And uh, after that, guys, you just you saw that team kind of deflate. As you would say, that's how the cookie crumbled for the Florida State Seminoles. Yep, losing by twenty nine points. Um, they have to beat Boston College and UF. And I don't know. And you know what? They they also have a forty one year long um, winning season streak. And so they would have to beat those two teams, two ranked teams. You know, obviously both games are at home, so that uh, that benefits the Knolls. But you'd have to do that and then pick up a win in, I don't know, the Shreveport Independence Bowl, which oh, is probably God. the bowl that you get into. Do you even want to get into the bowl? Yeah, well, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, 
But um, I mean that. Oh gosh, I'm. <sighs> Daniel, why don't we do this? Why don't we change it up this week? Why don't we talk about the University of Central Florida? Oh yeah. We're gonna talk about the Knights. Let's talk about the Knights. Yeah, I saw this really interesting um sixty minutes profile while you were at Swanee earlier having yeah. dinner. Um, sixty minutes did a story on Shaquem and Shaquille Griffin. You gotta love. You gotta love those bros. Such an inspirational story, and to think that um, the only team that took the chance on Shaquem Griffin, who's turned out, who turned out to set records in the NFL Combine, he um, he garnered, I believe, one hundred ninety-five tackles, nineteen sacks within between his junior and senior season. He won the AAC Defensive Player of the Year last year. Give me those stats. And you know, both players. You know, they're twin brothers, born 67 seconds apart. They played in this, obviously, they played at the same high school. They played at the same college, and now they're both on the Seattle Seahawks. But that, that those are just the guys <coughs> who got me in to what's become the powerhouse in college football in Florida, which is the UCF Knights. I mean, I don't think we give them enough credit. I mean, last year they were, we were questioning everything that they were doing. Um, you know, are they good enough? Are, are Can they make the playoffs? Should... You know, they be ranked so high. And they come out and they play Auburn, which is a respected team. The, the and only they, team, by the way, obviously. That beat, that beat Alabama, Alabama last year. Last, last year. And they come out and they win. And they don't do it off of, like, pure luck. They do it off of pure skill. I mean, the UCF Knights have something to look forward to, especially the College of UCF. Uh, not having, oh, you know, such spectacular teams in the past. This football team is something to definitely look out for. I mean, I mean, yeah, no, I think they put the nation the nation on notice, and that's evident in the fact that they're hosting College Game Day for the first time this week. Um, they have the eight o'clock on ABC slot this week. Oh, come on, against Cincinnati. I don't know if that means you get um, if you get Herbie. I don't know if that means you get Chris Fowler, but you know, you're getting they do, something, and you're getting you're Game getting, Day. You're getting Corso. So, um, UF, FSU, UM, not so fast, my friend. <laughs> Watch out. UCF is here. These nights are coming for you. I, I honestly, Daniel and I, you know, we've talked about this a lot. I'm surprised this is the first time we talk about it on the podcast. But yeah, talking about the UCF Knights, I think we both believe that they should get a chance, whether it's in a 14 playoff, maybe an 18 playoff. I think they deserve the chance to, you know, play the Alabamas of the world, play the Notre Dames of the world, play the Clemsons of the world. Does that mean they're going to win? No, I'm not saying that they're objectively a better team just because they beat Auburn last year, but I think that they should be considered in the same vicinity based on skill, based on the way that you build a program as those teams. I mean, you look at this team, and they're just hard workers. You know, they're not big names. They don't have the highest recruiting class, but they come out and they play their they, they play their heart out. This defense isn't the biggest defense. So when you see corners going up against receivers that are like 6'2", 6'3", and you're stopping them in the end zone, and you're putting the team on your back, making big plays, I think this they've, team, they've, I think they've, they've played enough teams that they're better than. They, it's time for them to play some more right, teams, some more Auburn, right. some it, more Clemson. It's, it's not the players' fault that they play the teams that they play. Um, I also believe though that the teams that they play aren't, you know, as talent deficient as many national pundits say. Um, yeah, I think UCF. They're playing a strong Cincinnati team this week that has only lost one game, and that Cincinnati team I believe should be ranked. I mean, if you only lose one game, I mean, come on. But you know what? That I think that's enough on UCF. I know a little bit about UCF. I honestly don't know too much, but I hope to you know enjoy watching that game on Saturday night after FSU probably beats <laughs> Boston College. Absolutely blowout. 
Um, but yeah, enough about that. Let's talk about what was arguably the best experience. Was that this week? Yeah, it was this week. It feels like so long ago. Yeah. I'm talking about FSU versus oh. UF basketball. Let, let me, ladies and gentlemen, I, I feel like I say that, ladies and gentlemen. But if there's a sport... You sound like David Letterman. I do. David ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, Ball Schaefer. <laughs> I, I, like, I love football. I think it's great. I love coming to Florida State. Their football mentality is great, but... Any something a sport that I love more than football is basketball. But about some hoops. How about some hoops? Dribbling the you ball pre- up you, and down the you court. You prefer hoops over the pigskin? I prefer hoops over pigskin. Leather. Leather. Yeah. Wow. Um, I was so excited for this game. It being oh, UF. Texture. You, yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean the the feel that you get when you just when you get that catch when off. You of grasp it. it. Oh yeah. What size you like to What size ball? 30.5? You like 29.5? No, I'm a, I'm a official kind of guy. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I like that. No, no Mickey Mouse basketball here. Um, anyway. Anyway, uh, the moment that those tickets dropped for FSU-UF, I got on them and I got my ticket because I knew I could not miss this game. And let me tell you, it was a sight to see because we blew out these Gators. When I saw the final so- Go ahead. When I when I saw the final score was eighty one to sixty, I was very surprised because you know we we obviously left that game early. We left we left with like five minutes left because we were beating them by like thirty points. We knew the game was over. The only thing we were worried about was whether we were going we were going to double their score. Exactly. The student section was getting cocky. You know, oh, we were waving we, goodbye to all the we Gators were waving fans. goodbye to all the Gators fans. And at the end of it, we were it was getting really rough. We were like, you know how uh, the UF thing it goes. Oh, it's great to be. A Florida Gator. You, we were, wait, you wait, mean you mean it sucks it to be sucks a Florida Gator? To be that's a what Florida I Gator. That's all we heard in the students section, y'all. Yeah, it was crazy. it wasn't even a match for these UF teams. I mean, I kind of felt bad at a point. I was like, we're whooping them so P- bad. PJ Savoy hitting three after three. Daniel and I, you know, imitating the crossbow. Absolutely. You know, after after you hit the three, you gotta lock and load those three pointers. Too bad baby. nobody's watching what we just did, but um, uh, FSU basketball team. I can't the wait. The UCF of college basketball? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, yeah. think about it. We play in a conference with Duke, with with the, the, the Super Fab Five. Honestly, jeez. You want to talk, talk about Zion Wilson? You want to talk about Zion Wilson? <laughs> he scored 27 points, 16 rebounds, five blocks today against Army. How do you play against Army on Veterans Day? How do you let Duke play Betty? How do you let them play on Veterans Day? The diaper dandy bit. Uh, special guest Vic Vitale, everybody. Uh, thank you, Vic. Thank, thank you for coming thank, on the program. Thanks, Vic. Um, thank you. Uh, we didn't ask for you to come on the program. But he just showed cool. up. I mean, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Dick Vitale, um, he's an 81 year old analyst for ESPN for college basketball. And he decides, you know, he decides it's a good idea every now and then to go live on Periscope on Twitter. <laughs> and it's pretty funny because I don't know if you know, if, um, if you guys know this, but. Um, on Twitter, you have the option to turn on post notifications for somebody's, for for all of somebody's posts or for you know, um, certain people for for just their live videos. Yeah, I I turn on his notifications for live videos, just so you know I could see what Dick Vitale's up to. Um, so why would you not want to see? in the Sarasota him? area where my parents live. You know, he's always at a nice restaurant. You know, he always <laughs> likes to talk about what's going on and you know, that given day that given day of sports news. But anyway, you gotta love Dick Vitale. Anyway, anyway, from Dick Vitale in college basketball to you know a story that dominated Miami Heat 
news um, recently. Jimmy Butler, he's going to the 76ers. <laughs> I mean, you have to be kidding me. And for who they gave, they gave Saric and uh, Covington. Uh, two two good players, two solid players, but the Heat after being a better con, a better trade. Absolutely, after um, this, you know, bef- before uh, the season started, the Heat were in talks for with um, Minnesota to get Jimmy Butler, and we were ready to give him some mean players, and they just they just said no. T- Tom Thibodeau was just too too full of himself. I was thinking, going off on Tom Thibodeau earlier. This yeah, week. I mean the guy. I feel like he's. I, th- I think he's so full of himself. I mean, he just has he has great players like he, Derrick Rose no. and Jimmy Butler, and he plays them for like forty seven minutes. Yeah, right. He he thinks he has all the leverage in the world. First of all, yeah, that too. He he pretty much he's one of the reasons why Derrick Rose's career you know went off the rails. I mean, the guy has a knee injury. What do you do when he comes back? Let me just play him like forty minutes a game. Let me just play him forty minutes a game after this injury, after that injury. He ends his career. He ended Luol Deng's career. Luol Deng. You know, he was a 36-year-old pretty much when he was 30 years old. People used to call him the oldest 30-year-old in the league. Exactly. Playing, you know, it was yeah. pretty funny because people were making jokes about Tom Thibodeau that um, that the Timberwolves players were looking at each other after Jimmy left saying, oh, damn, who's going to play 47 minutes a game now? <laughs> it's probably going to be Andrew. Uh, <laughs> I got my mind on Andrew. Um, yeah, but transitioning from the team that had Jimmy Butler to the team that has Jimmy Butler – the 76ers, I mean, I was. I remember once this trade happened, I went on my Instagram and I saw a Stephen A. Smith Instagram post that was him just flaunting about how the 76ers happy. It's it's over. I mean, it's going to be them and There's like nothing Boston. better than, a, than an excited, than an engaged, than a passionate Stephen A. Smith. Smith. Yeah. And let me tell you, I, I completely agree with him. This Philly team is going to be something else. The only thing they were missing was a real guard. Are they Philly special? I, I think they're Philly special right now. I mean, you got Joel Embiid. You have Ben Simmons, who is a jump shot away from being just a world-class player. And now you have Jimmy Butler, arguably one of the best defensive guards in the league. And he can shoot, and he can dribble, and he commands a team. He's a role of leadership. That's what they were missing. Because Markel Fultz, I'm sorry to say, but after they changed his shot, he was a bust. So this is your guard that you're missing. I don't see there's I, I don't see how there there's not a reason for for this team to miss the playoffs. One, there's not a reason for this team to miss the conference finals, and I don't think there's a reason for this team not to beat the Celtics or not to beat Toronto or not to beat Milwaukee and go to the finals. You gotta like the state of the Eastern Conference. I mean, I think they're. I, I think, don't know. I don't know if that's because LeBron James left and makes all the teams that are that used to lose to him look much better. <laughs> but um, the I'm, East does. I mean, the East is one year older. It's dominated by teams with their best players being young. And I think that um, now, I think a couple years ago, everybody said the East was so weak and there was nobody there. But now you have Kawhi Leonard playing for Toronto and they're killing it. And now you have Victor Oladipo coming into his own. Giannis Antetokounmpo is looking like an MVP candidate. Uh, Boston, obviously, with all the bad boys on there. And now Philly. I mean, that's that's a solid four. And the Heat always are always in the playoff push for the most part, for the most part, for the most part. The, the East is doing better. Exactly, East we're doing better. We're catching up, and and like the East, we at the We Can Do Better podcast would like to, you know, as our name says, do a little bit better. So why don't you, you know, tag along, you know, wait w- wait a week, let this let this episode simmer, you know, let it marinate a little bit, yeah, and you know, next Saturday or next Sunday, why don't you come right back, take a listen to episode seventeen, see that.